and this is R.A.W.F. After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network. I am Lord Amadeus, the owner and CEO of R.A.W.F. In the game we all know and love as Wrestler Unstoppable. My co-host is the legendary luchador, the the legendary lovable luchador he is. Vacant. Good evening, Al Vacant. <laughs> lovable, huh? I like that. It's good. He's good. That's right. That's you hear that, ladies? I am lovable. I thought you might get a kick out of that. But good evening, Al Vacant. We got a lot to cover tonight. Of course, next week. I mean, I'm is... a great guy. I can cover lots of things. Very true. You 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 are you you do. Uh, but tonight we're going to start with we, we'll talk about unyielding. Here in just a little bit Of course that's one week away But right now main story in R.A.W.F. Our Xanther the Platinum Dragon Memorial Tournament Coming up here in April 26th The donation scene uh, has been spreading We've got that going over the last few days uh, Some very, very uh, charitable donations And I'm going to thank everyone Who so has donated thus far Right now we're <laughs> We are already at a record amount of coins, 103,900,000 coins donated to the Xanther the Platinum Dragon Memorial Tournament. We have 3,250 wrestler bucks already committed to the tournament. We have uh, uh, Twizzy, who has donated. He's going to make nameplates for the top four finishers in the Xanther. Uh, the Anarchy's Beast, who's really gone out of his way. He's going to do some artwork as well. And already, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven companies donated to the tournament. So we are on a, it is wow. And we're going to take donations for yet another week, ladies and gentlemen, until unyielding. Uh, and then once unyielding is over and we get all the donations settled, I will then uh, figure out all the prizes for the tournament and let you all know what that's going to be. But yeah, yeah I mean, I'll it's, make it. you know, it should be very big. You know, this is always one of the hottest tournaments, you know, in the world uh, every year. And, you know, this year is no different. Uh, you know, and no, actually there's a, you know, there, there was a prize that you didn't mention yet. Well, I guess it's probably because I haven't announced it yet. But, you know, uh, I, as a, uh, as, as a beloved uh, persona here in RWF, felt it would be fitting if I also donated something. So let it be known now that the winner of this year's tournament gets a one-year sponsorship deal from the Elvake and Taco Truck Industry, and they get to be our spokesperson, and they get to help name a uh, featured item on the menu for an entire year. Wow. Wow. You, you, you realize what you're doing there. What happens if, say, Strangleheart wins the Xanther, the Platinum Dragon Memorial Tournament? I guess we have a... Tuna fish taco, I guess. I don't know. Uh, 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 just, I, I mean, oh, but at any heels, what it's, it's that's 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 awesome. Um, that's awesome. A one-year sponsorship 
where they get to be the spokesperson for L. Vacant's taco trucks. That should be very interesting. But L. Vacant, last year's tournament, featured a lot of great, great prizes, including a special feature by someone we're going to bring on in just a few seconds. Ladies and gentlemen, she is the owner of the Back to Basics Radio Network, making her first appearance here in, in a little while. Wait, she she's is still around? I thought the donkeys ate her. Oh, boy. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the one and only. Your Ladies and gentlemen, Susie the Elf, R.A.W.F. Hall of Famer. Good evening, Susie. Hey there, Amadeus. Hey, El Vacant. Um, yeah, Elfie lady. I, I, I didn't know what happened. I hadn't seen and heard from you in forever. I thought, like, the donkeys accidentally crushed you or something. Yeah, no, I had to buy another farm to take care of all the, all the donkeys that keep, and pigs that keep showing up. It's I, like you're I, part I of the had, donkey underground now. I guess, but I don't get what's with the pigs. That's I what still I don't, don't understand that one either. But you know, I, I have I have taco business now. I could use those if you need to get rid of those. Well, come and get whatever you want. I mean, they're fat and fat. <laughs> I've heard dead. that before. Come <clears throat> get as many pigs as you like. They're they're here. They're yours for the taking. I mean, I've had pig roast. I mean, we had one at what, what? When was it? We had the pig roast. We had one for for, for one of the pay per views. I I cooked fifteen pigs for that pay per view, and they still keep showing up. Anybody any anybody need a pig for a pig roast? Just come see me. Well, I mean, I got plenty of them. I hope you didn't come here tonight to donate pigs to the Zans of the Platinum Dragon Memorial Tournament. I'm not sure. I mean. I don't know if that would be a great prize or not, but it, maybe for some people it might be. But uh, Susie, last year, last year for the tournament, you hit the butt mm-hmm. bubble on a daily basis for a couple of months and uh, accumulated a large amount of wrestler bucks. Gave that to a randomly <laughs> get a random generation generator to find out. Gave all those bucks to one person. Anyone who signed up for the tournament was eligible. Uh, I believe Judgment Except got for, the coins. The, the only people that weren't eligible were people who won bucks in the tournament. Right. Yeah, gotcha. They won bucks in the tournament. They weren't eligible for my 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 drawing. And but, so uh, I would do that again this year. So I've already that? started. Uh-huh. Okay. And I've already started collecting bucks. Oh, wow. Oh this boy! Be an even big payout this year, and yes, Judgey won uh, won last year. Um, he he was he uh, was not in the he was not in the I think is it what top four people uh, were were one bucks. 
so they were not eligible. And so when it got to the semifinals, I hit the random generator, and lo and behold, my buddy Judgy, my crossword puzzle without a clue, won, won the, yeah. uh, what the, butt, the butt bubbles, the, the butt from the butt bubble. Yes, I was happy my wicked way with the butt bubble. All right, so Susie's going to do that again this year. Uh, she's going to have her way with the book bubble again. And uh, once it's all said and done, by the time the tournament finishes, she will then do a random draw. Uh, and that's going to be, you know, the tournament usually doesn't end until about June. So that's uh, going to be a lot of bucks between now and June, that is, uh, Susie. That is. Uh, <laughs> do you remember the total from last year? I have no idea. Judgy, do you remember how many bucks I gave you? I'm sure he'll he'll let one thousand one hundred and sixty five is what judgment says. So that so that was that was quite a bit right there. I, my goal was to plan on my plan on getting more than that, which I have lots of time to do that. Well, Susie, certainly good to hear from you. Uh, I know you've got you 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 want, you want to come on early because you got some things to to get doing. You're a very busy elf. As always, I have so, more pride. You got the cookie factory going over there in the tree, and all that uh, good stuff. I'm, I'm oh, gonna, what? Do you want to get shot in the butt again? Not that kind of elf. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, elf. Thank you. What were you? Thank doing? you, Elvacan. I have one more prize. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I have one more prize. Yes, the winner. The winner of the tournament will be given the opportunity to host one radio show for however it can go up to three hours. It could be on any day but Saturday because we don't want it to conflict with, with, with our show here. And of course, you know, you know the, the, we'll, we'll have to work out the scheduling and I'd be happy to help them with the show. Because you know, the, I I I have to run the soundboard and all that for them, but the, they are are welcome to have a show on Back to Basics Radio Network uh, for up to three hours long. It can be on any topic except for it cannot go into the rated R. It has to be stay within the PG thirteen parameters. You know, we can you know, you, you know all the you know all the rules for the back to basics on the day. So when you type that up, mm-hmm. you can you can put all that in there. But they could have a, a show of any topic here on Back to Basics Radio Network as long as it fits within the Back to Basics show parameters. So let me get this straight. This is a random person, or this is the winner of the tournament? The winner of the tournament. Okay. Wow. All righty. Holy and cow. And they have That's... to have it done. They have to have the show done because this just can't linger out there forever. They have to have it done within a year. All I'm not right. going to, you know, they can't just have it out. So it has to be done before the next dance tournament. Sign up. All right. 
What just as a I quick update, Wait. just while we've been on air, we've had another uh, 2 million coins and 100 wrestler bucks donated in the scene. Oh, damn. All right. Mark Caliber wow. and Nightcrawler, both. Thank you very much, gentlemen. Thank you, gentlemen. I'll get to those after the show uh, and uh, get, make sure you guys also get into the tournament. Of course, on the Xanther Donation Tournament, if you donate over 100K, uh, or 25 wrestler bucks, you get put into a tournament, uh, the winner of which gets an entrance video by Iron Horse. Elfie, is any other surprises you got for us? Um, I'm pregnant. Excuse me? No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I made you speechless. Ha, <laughs> ha. I was like looking at El Vacant. I'm like, uh, you said you hadn't seen her for a while. But anyway, no, look at me. I look. I took care of that years ago. And you snippy, snippy. Okay. I was on the dais. I was gonna say, the last time I knew you were dating anybody was Money Sue. So I mean, mm-hmm. at any rate. Oh, no. Oh, oh, no, I broke you. Yep, you did. Thank you. Mm. I made him speechless, people. Oh, oh, that was that was priceless. <laughs> I love it. Elfie, thank you again for joining us. I hope you, it sounds like you got a good uh, laugh. I hope we will talk to you soon and uh, you behave yourself. All right. Uh, no, me ever behave myself? Never. <laughs> Uh-huh. But, gentlemen, oh. you have a great evening and a great rest of the show. And, and El Vacant, don't worry, I'm taking great care of your abuela. <laughs> oh, is that where she was? I, you know, she, I knew she, she was quote unquote busy, but it never. I thought she thought she meant found a new boy toy. I told she you, she finally gave up on Blondie over here. House. We've had this conversation before. She's living in my guest house. You just keep you're keeping her for the tamales, aren't you? Well, that that's a that's a side benefit of her living in, in the guest house is the tamales, because you know I'm a sucker for tamales. <laughs> but she doesn't want to go home. She says all your cousins drive her insane. That's fair. She doesn't want to go home. That is very, very fair. And, and I, I right. don't mind all the tequila deliveries either, so you know. But anyway, gentlemen, you all have a great evening, and I will catch the, re- the rest of the show later, and I will see you on the flip side. Ladies and gentlemen, Susie the Elf, R.A.W.F. Hall of Famer and the owner of the Back to Basics Radio Network. Thank you, Susie. All right, Alrighty, so bye I'll bye. take it. Hasta la bye-bye. All right. Thank you. All right. So, uh, El Vacant, with that in time, it sounds like, for me, at least it sounds to me like it's going to be the biggest prize this uh, prize output from the Xanthor Platinum Dragon Tournament this year, and I'm, I'm very I excited and very... It should, go, it should always get bigger, see? It does. Every single year, it does seem to get bigger, and I, I have a feeling the donations are not done, and we're going to be, we're going to see quite the, quite the bit of prize uh, coins, artwork, companies, uh, coins, and all that good stuff 
can't wait. And of course, someone the winner gets to do their own radio show. That's pretty exciting. I see. But what happened? I, I forgot to ask her. What happens if I win the tournament? You get the I mean, second I, radio show. I, I guess I don't know. <laughs> what if I win? Do I just have? I, well, you can do your own show. You can the all L vacant donkey hour. I don't know. What do you? <laughs> Welcome to Over the Border Radio. <laughs> all right. Well, let's start now. Let's talk our. R.A.W.F. the action and what's been going on in R.A.W.F. as of late. Of course, we have Unyielding next Sunday live from San Antonio, Texas, the AT&T Center. Uh, it is going to be a huge card. The main event will be Lady Vex defending her World Heavyweight Championship against the title machine, Mithras. Mithras hot off his Platinum Dragon title win over Griff at Did you just call Hurt. Mithras hot? I said he's hot off his win. I did not call him hot. I'm saying he's coming hot off. Oh, my goodness. <sighs> Vex versus Mithras in the main event for the World Heavyweight Championship, L Vacant. Quick thoughts on that match. I That ought to be interesting, certainly. I mean, we saw the match he had uh, with... Uh, you know, with with Claymore, and you know, it was a very good match, but he wasn't quite able to eke that one out. You know, and then we saw what Vex did to Claymore, and that was, oof, that was something to watch. I have to say, so I don't know. I mean, you know, but but you know, the, it's a giant game of rock, pepper, scissors around here. So for all we know, you know, she, he could be her kryptonite. We don't know. I I'll be honest, I don't remember really seeing them fight too often. It should be a very, it should be a really good match. And of course, the winner will go on to be, to highlight, to headline Immortal 7 in April, going in as the World Heavyweight Champion. So, big stakes up for that World Heavyweight Championship match. Mithras will also be defending his newly won Platinum Dragon Championship against a two-time holder of the Platinum Dragon Championship in Killing Neptune. Uh, now, we know how stubborn Mithras is once he gets a belt. We know how long he held the Midnight Hobo Championship. Platinum Dragon Championship is now around his waist as Killing Neptune stand a chance in, in Atlantis of winning that title for Mithras. I want to say no. I, I just I want to say no. I don't think that's going to happen. Huh? I, I mean... But, I mean, Killer has surprised me before. So, you know, again, it's, you know, I've said this before, and it's weird. I, I feel like I say this a lot when it comes to him. It, it depends which Killer shows up. I just want to point out, Killer Neptune 2-0, and o, when challenging for the Platinum Dragon Championship, when the champion is not the immortal Griffith. That is true. So, take that as you may. That's just a little bit of a, a little bit of a, uh, a, a fact there. So, uh, Vex will also be wrestling a second match, defending her national championship. See, last week on Superstar, she successfully defended it against Luke Cage. However, Luke Cage won his contendership match against John Taylor, so gets a second shot at Vex's national title at Unyielding. He gave her quite the match last week on Superstars. Who has the advantage? Of a second match, the champion or the challenger? Okay, In this case, I have to say the champion. 
I mean, I can back that up if you'd like, but that's not what you asked. Well, very true. Okay, in this case, uh, back it up. All right, so two, two things. One, uh, champion's advantage is always a real thing, right? I mean, you know, that you have the title, you have to actively lose the title, right? Um, mm-hmm. And now she has faced him in a title scenario. She understands what, what she has. She's tag partners with someone who has faced him for titles multiple times and beaten him. Like, she has the tools at this point. I, I think his chance to beat her was this last match where, where, where he could have surprised her. I, now he doesn't have anything to surprise her with. Um, you know, and like I said, and, and that kind of brings me to my second point where, you know, we've seen this uh, from, from Luke before. Uh, you know, he, he gets a shot of that title, uh, he loses it, but immediately gets another shot right at that title. In fact, he did it with her tag partner for the Platinum Dragon. You know, he had multiple shots right in a row for that title. And, you know, it wasn't like, you know, oh, the second time was the charm. You know, he he, he, he gave the same, you know, went in, fought the same fight and ended up with the same result. I, I don't, you know, he's very strong. He's very good in the ring, but he's not what you would call um, unpredictable. And I think that's what you need to be to take Vex down right now. Very true. We will find out. She has. She does not have it easy, though, having to face Mithras and Luke Cage at Unyielding. Luke's got his own issues as well. We'll talk more about that in just a little bit. Uh, but moving right along, Big Greg, your reigning men's champion. We do not know at this moment uh, who he will challenge him, but it will be one of three people. Uh, right now, the arsehole of the month is in the semifinals, uh, but already making it to the final is the man he faced not too long ago to defend that men's championship, the immortal Griffith, who I know wants a second shot at that. Uh, the other two oh, men are <laughs> the other two men are Killa Neptune and the unsettled Chris Cage, who are in the other semifinal matchup that is in, on, ongoing. But the winner of that match has to face the Immortal Griffith in the finals. Hopefully by next week, we will have a contender for Big Greg's Men's Championship at Unyielding. It will be one of those three men. Uh, Estrogen Championship. Well, Wildfire won the Biatch of the Month as Coogs predicted she would. It was the one person that Coogs wanted to win, uh, said was going to win, and definitely went to some effort to make sure to help her win. Uh, so she got what she wanted. It is Coogs versus Wildfire for the Estrogen Championship at Unyielding. Was this a mistake by Coogs, or do you think this is a calculated move by her? I I don't actually think it's either. I, I, I think Coogs has been trying to prove something for a little while now, I think, and she wants to face you know, the best out there and she hasn't faced wildfire yet. And wildfire has sort of been proving that she qualifies. I I think she wanted to face someone that would actually be a challenge. And that was someone new at the same time. Well, Coogs certainly, uh, as as far as the estrogen championship goes, she is the held the belt more than anybody in R.A.W. history. She had the longest reign and she's currently on a three month terror with it now. Uh, Wildfire gets to try to end that at unyielding. Fubar City Championship, one of these's four title defenses 
at Unyielding. The first one is the Fubar City Championship. He takes on the ever unpredictable Hobo Ezekiel. Uh, this is, uh, to me, this seems like a match hope made in heaven for Hobo Ezekiel. However, Dees has proven that he can take, he, he can hang with anybody when it comes to Fubar City. He's been champion for several months now. Who do you think walks out of San Antonio with that Fubar City Championship? Okay, I wanted to start with you know I'm I'm a really big fan of Diaz, right? Like I've I've, I've said this before, you know, mm-hmm. this guy's walking around calling himself Mister Pay Per View, you know, he's he's doing amazing things at our shows lately, you know, and I'm and I'm a fan. I, I, I start with I'm a fan. That being said, I I think Kobo is going to walk away with this one. I mean, this is this is a match built for for that runaway train. You may be you may be right. I certainly think Dees will have his hands full with Obo Ezekiel at Unyuling. He also has to defend the Triple Crown Championship against Big F and Hitman and Anarchy's Beast. Uh, that, that I mean, there have been matchups I thought thought were going to be tough for him in this Triple Crown. This one seems to possibly be the be, be the toughest uh, when you talk about Beast and Big F. And who do you like walking out as Triple Crown Champion? This one I think he will retain, but I will tell you I think this is this is probably going to be the n- most knockdown drag out fight we're going to have all night. Like you have three men who just love to fight, getting in the ring. Very true, very true. These uh, we'll talk about more about these here in a second. Midnight Hobo Championship, your champion, the Great Red Dragon. Defending against Uncle Frank, a former World Heavyweight Champion, R.A.W.F. Hall of Famer, and uh, yeah, this could. I, this is not. Who, I think if you're the Great Red Dragon, this is not who you'd want to face in your first title defense of the Midnight Hobo Championship. Am I wrong? I uh, look. If you're if you're anyone, you don't want to face Frank for your championship ever. Mm. This is very true. The you unpredictable might eat your mind. He very well might, uh, but Uncle Frank takes on the Great Red Dragon Midnight Hobo Championship on the line at Unyielding. Multimedia Championship, it'll be Fagina, Fagina Muscles taking on Lightning Leanne. Lightning Leanne getting her first title opportunity in RAWF. Uh, two very feisty ladies, two very notable uh, WU personalities. Who do you see walking out with the multimedia title at Unyielding? I, I think uh, Europa is is is, uh, is going to win this match. All right, I, I, I do. I, 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 just, I, I just think Muscle. You know, I think she's. This is hers. It might. It, I think the experience of being an RAWF as long as Vagina has and finally getting her title, I think she certainly has the advantage over Lightning Leanne, who's only been in RAWF about a month or two. Uh, so you know, but. Who knows? We will find out at Unyielding. Here's one I know you're going to like. Mithras, the title machine, getting a third match, challenging for another title after winning the Powerball tournament. He takes on the Teflon Sheik for the Powerball championship. I I don't know about you, El Vacant, and I've rooted for Mithras for a lot of things, but I am certainly hoping he beats the hell out of Sheik for that Powerball title at Unyielding. This is going to be the thing of beauty. The title machine is going to take that turban-wearing, yodeling Nimrod 
and he's going to beat him within half of his life. And then he's going to kick him square in the tuchus out of the ring and take the belt for his own. That and is of course, my right now, the Powerball Championship belt not in the Teflon Sheik's possession. It was kind of, well, uh, stolen from him last week on Superstars. We'll talk more about that here in a little bit by one of our, uh, one of our favorite, uh, favorite guests here on After Hours. Took that title, took the title belt. Uh, didn't win the title, but took the title. Uh, but it should, we'll get we'll talk more about that in just a little bit. Uh, White Lightning Championship Claymore will defend against whoever won the, the High Voltage Invitational, which we'll find out here in just a few minutes from the Cougar who won. Uh, Champions Choice Dees has chosen his opponent for unyielding in the Champions Choice Championship match. It is Big Greg. Apparently, Big Greg beat Dees in a rankings match. Uh, here not too long ago, and then really laid on the, really bragged about it, really laid it on, really pissed D's off. So D's decided, all right, Greg, you want you want to see? Let's see how big and bad you really are. He's taking D's on. He's taking Big Greg on for the Champions Choice Championship. However, Big Greg cannot use defense. He has to use. He has to start every move set with an eye gouge, and he must say. Before moves, starting every move set, he must say that Dees is the man and that Greg is a douchebag before starting every move set. So, yeah, I I I, I could see why Dees would choose Big Greg in this situation. I mean, at this point, I I feel like he should just kick Dees in the nuts and walk away. Like, just be like, no, screw you. Like that seems to be the only chance of quote unquote winning he has. Other match, one last title match: Hatfield and McCoys. The first ever to become the first ever Hatfield and McCoy champion. It will be Alistair Fiend and the Mancunian Maniac. Uh, they each got got through the Hatfield and McCoy uh, event run by Judgment as the top two challengers. One of them will become the first Hatfield and McCoy champion at Unguiling. Other matches: we got a Death Becomes You match. It is Sin taking on the unsettled Chris Cage. Uh, those two have had some issues with each other. Death Becomes You. Uh, I'll explain more about that in a little bit. Uh, and then, apparently, Anton Dare had retired. He retired, but however, Damia, the Mistress of the Dark, from called him back, challenging him to a match at Unyielding. So he is back. He will take on Damia. At unyielding in a very special in a very special match, uh, we'll talk more about that later. So, woo, yeah, that's uh, what we got so far. Uh, last week on Superstars, we did crown a new Superstars champion. His crazy mama won won the Superstars title from Slashy. However, tomorrow in Dallas, uh, Slashy, just the way the rankings fell is up for a rematch. So he will try to regain that Superstars championship tomorrow against Crazy Mama in the main event on Superstars from Dallas. Plus there's another match scheduled, but we'll talk about that again here in just a little bit. But first, it is now time for the RAWF rankings of vacant. Do you have the sheet in front of you? Uh, I see. See, I do. All right. Well, go ahead, sir. The, The floor is yours. Okay, here we go. So, here we go. We have the uh, the top 25 rankings for this period, uh, which is the rankings of the first five out of the 10 matches. 
So remember, we have we have five more matches to go before this is you know finalized. <clears throat> Are we ready? <clears throat> go ahead. Okay. In twenty fifth place, we have the Joker Crow himself, Mark Caliber. In twenty uh, fourth place, we have the man whose hat is bigger than the rest of him, Turnip. In twenty uh, third place. We have oh we, you know we keep I like we keep talking about this guy the unsettled one he's very aptly named Chris Cage. Uh, in twenty second we have the man who never seems to you know quite get out of his own way Manisu. In twenty uh, first we have uh, Nightcrawler you know uh, who I keep being told doesn't have a prehensile tail and can't teleport but fine. Uh, in in twentieth place we have oh, Judgment okay congratulations Judgment. All right, in 19th place, we have uh, Sword of Large Effin Hitman. Um, in uh, 18th place, we have our ultimate gauntlet champion, Anarchy's Beast. Oh, hey, hey. In 17th place, we have my favorite reason to go to Ireland, Maeve O'Hare. Hola, Maeve. I see you out there. Um, in 16th place, we have the face-eating freak, Uncle Frank. Uh, in 15th place, we have the men's champion, uh, Sort of Large Greg. Um, and then we have, okay, and then 14th place, we have the current Platinum Dragon, this is so weird to say, the, plat, the Platinum Dragon champion, Mithras, he's in 14th, that's right. In 13th place, we have the White Lightning and Supreme Fighter champion, Claymore. Uh, yeah, we love that guy, don't we? All right, in 12th place, we have, uh, oh, clickety-clack, it's a hobo attack. That's right, hobo Ezekiel's in 12th place. Good go in there, hobo. You keep that up, someone might give you a cheeseburger. Um, in 11th place, we have uh, my favorite guitarist in yours, Slash. In uh, 10th place, we have our current reigning midnight hobo champion and the man who needs no introduction, so I guess I just won't say his name. All right, in 9th place, no, I'm kidding. He's great, Red Dragon. All right, in ninth place we have uh, we have a very moody individual who's been running around just you know hitting people and not really saying much lately. Uh, the immortal one, Griffith, over there. Uh, that, although I I think he actually I saw him in the building earlier today, so he might actually have something to say for once. All right, in eighth place we have oh he's one of my favorites actually John Taylor the 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 the, the, the crazy grappler man himself is is in eighth place congratulations John if you're out there tonight I haven't actually seen you uh, in seventh place we have our world and national champion Lady Vex hola Vexy I see you too cómo está chica eh all right right sorry uh, in uh, sixth place we have uh, Bruce the Shark I mean Killer Neptune uh, he's in sixth place. That's right. All right. In uh, in fifth place, we have the estrogen champion, the Cougar. Cougar lady. Fifth place again. Look at you just going out there kicking ass. Good for you. In fourth place, we have oh another another one of these sexy little ladies. We have Eric Davila is in fourth place. Congratulations. In third place, we have the Saturday Night Champion. Look at this. He looks like he's getting out of his own way again. Paragon of Greatness is in third place. Good for him. All right. In second place. Wait, really? In second place, is this right? Mm-hmm. Really? I mean, okay. Look, in second place of all people is the the the, the Hawkster. Uh, I guess congratulations. I mean, was I think it was just last month I was like, who the hell is this guy? But you know, good for him. He's in second. And then in first place, oh. Mm-hmm. I, mean, really? uh, I hate it. I hate it. I hate. I hate it too. Just just gotta read it. Do the dub. I just, mm. 
In first place is the Powerball champion, Teflon Sheik. Congratulations. But that is only halfway through the rankings period. It is still a long way to go. So don't 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 count these as 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 definitives because there is no definitive yet. Uh, we still have the extra points tournament ongoing, which could help in determining who who finishes one or two. Uh, plus, you know, Tef One did lose a big match last week on Superstars to Luigi Mario. So, well, literally, and not only did he lose his uh, lose his match, he he kind of lost a, an object, very important object, and we'll talk about that again here in a few minutes. But uh, Teflon Sheik, right for the moment, just halfway through the rankings period, is number one. And, and, yeah, I mean, Hawkster, I agree with you. That one was a, a surprise as well, but he has been doing well. Uh, Paragon does seem to have gotten a bit of his mojo back. And then Davila, who it seems like Davila likes to surge this time of year. She knows when the big mat, when it's time to really uh, turn it on, and you know when a when there's a good spot on a mortal to, on the line. Davila Davila likes to be in that spotlight, so it's not a surprise to see her at number four. Uh, but yeah, so that's what we're looking at halfway through the rankings period. I am posting them right now in the top twenty-five scene in RAWF. Uh, you can go and peruse them at your leisure. Uh, all right. So, with that being said, let's start with our, our GM reports. And we're going to bring on, to start off, the lovely 32 to 1 GM. She is RAWF Hall of Famer, the lovely and talented. Maybe you do. 
Who knows? Hmm. I mean, I can hear. Look, I clean it up. Look, I get a little, a little wipey towel. I wipe it off. It's nice and clean now. Look, see, good, fresh, clean. <laughs> no, you're fine. No, no, <laughs> I'll stay here. I don't know what's worse, here or there. Yeah. Never mind. Oh, so, <clears throat> Raven, how are things in the thirty-two yeah. to one? How are things in thirty-two to one? Yeah. They're not bad. Well, I just set week four. Um, I set it early because Arachnia left the company, so I didn't need to wait for a match to finish. So we're down to the final four, Agent of Hate versus Deeds, and, oh, good God, King Criminal versus Claymore. All so right. Is that done? Woo-hoo. Very nice. If Claymore wins this match, then I don't have to do a week five because it would be the final match, and we'll just go past that one and go straight to the title. Now you messaged me earlier, and I don't know. I'm, I, I was a little confused, Raven. You said I have a bone to pick with you uh, about a, about a, about a challenge. I, what do you? What, what is this? I have no idea. Yes. What? What do you? Yes, I do. Um, I saw a challenge being sent out to you, and you not wanting to do it. <clears throat> now I could be unpolite and call you a chicken shit. But you are going to do it, right? Wait, are you, are you talking about Moxie's little challenge there, where she basically I challenged you to a match with the, the same challenge. with the same steps she had against you at a love her? Yeah. Where if I lose, if I have to I make have to it. Do it. No, I'm not going. Yes. I don't compete in REWF. Yes, you so bloody You know what? Book what? it. It's signed. Wait a minute. You got no authority. First of all, okay. Don't don't do you. No, I mean, no, no, no. no. It was worth the shot. Raven, yeah. Oh, why should why uh, you you know that that? Mm. No, I stood up and accepted my my um unfortunate loss, <laughs> and I had to do it. So yes, but because I think you've kicked a lot of shit up about this, if you lose, I think you should do it for two weeks. Mm-hmm. Okay, I first of no. No. Yeah. But I tell you, but you, yes. but you know what? You know what? I'll, I'll accept the challenge. It's only gonna be for a week. Now, you're, you're, so Who? no. All right. Because I, here's the thing. I didn't, I didn't want to have the ladies crawling all over me that entire week. You know, I that's they're that's, that's just it. I did, from you, love. They're not gonna you. be running from me. Oh my gosh. They Fine. They will. At unyielding, it will be me versus. I accept your challenge, Moxie. If you're listening, it will be you versus me, and with the same steps you had with Raven. But this time, it's going to be a different result. I am not going to be running around naked. That one, I can guarantee you. <laughs> yes, you will. Please. Please. <laughs> oh dear. Oh, you will. Thank you, Raven. Very much. You're so welcome. Have a lovely evening. Thanks. Try to keep the clothes on. Don't scare everybody off. All right. <laughs> Next up, and ladies got, and gentlemen. Next up, ladies mm. and gentlemen, is our tags report from Unstoppable. After four rounds, the top five in REWF tags so far are Pinnacle, which is Lady Vex and Griffith. Tango and Cash, which is the Hawkster and Uber Vegan TPO, followed by Dungeons and, Dungeons and Dragons, which is the Paragon of Greatness and Knox Boogie, followed by Rum and Coke, which is Raven and 
and uh, Mithras Europa muscles. And in fifth is the Opaque Brotherhood, killing Neptune and Uncle Frank. The last round of season two has been posted. The final top 10 will be posted in the scene once all matches are finished, and good luck to all. Sign-ups for season three are now starting. Both team members will need to confirm to be signed up. The link to sign up can be found in the RAWF network on the company page. Sign-ups will close March 15th after the pay-per-view radio show. So next Sunday night, ladies and gentlemen, that is your tag report from the ever-efficient Unstoppable. All right. Next up is our Powerball GM, and he doesn't so much have an update as he needs to be updated, I believe. Let's uh, bring in the one and only... Gentlemen, the Razor joining us here on After Arts. Good evening, Razor. Good evening, LA. So, what the hell is going on? I go on holiday and I come back, and it seems like everything's upside down. Well, uh, so, so Razor, since you went on holiday, uh, you remember that Joe Schmo guy that picked three numbers, and uh, we had no idea who he was, so we kind of dismissed it. Because, you know, there was no Joe Schmo on the official R.A.W.F. Uh, roster and whatnot. You remember that? Yes. Well, that uh, Joe I Schmo. believe we decided that uh, there wasn't going to be a shot because we didn't know who he was. Well, problem is that person revealed themselves at, un- at unyielding, and that person was actually the Teflon Sheik. Oh, really? Yeah, and well, she some got his lawyers together, got himself reinstated, and also got his Powerball title shot against Money Sue, who won- beat Killer Neptune and Unyielding for the Powerball Championship. However, turned around the following week and lost that title to the Teflon Sheik. Hmm. So. But a funny little note here. Last week on Superstars, Luigi Mario beat the Teflon Sheik in a non-title rankings match and kind of took the belt from the Teflon Sheik and currently has the belt on his person. Hmm. Well, you know, because, you know, a real champ would manage to hold on to his belt. So I guess I'm not stunned. So, uh, and now that you mention it, now that I need to, I, I need to get uh, Luigi on here. So let's bring.
joining us on After Hours, and he's got the belt. Luigi. Hey. <laughs> what are you doing with that? Why? Well, first of all, I kicked Tap on Cheek's ass. And I beat him so badly, he uh, whined and moaned like, <laughs> and while he did that, yeah, yeah, that's exactly like him. While he was doing that, I decided to take the title. Because, uh, <clears throat> oh, and one thing, I did not steal at Teflon. Because if I did steal it, he wouldn't be getting us back at all. I just simply borrowed it for a message. And that message is, at any time, just like that, you would lose it to anyone at any time. Include myself. But lucky oh. for you, it wasn't a title match. And you will get your precious title, blah, blah, blah. blah. <clears throat> but I got this announcement to make. It's giving me an impromptu prediction on on, on Yuling. Well, hard to say. Teflon, uh, <clears throat> I would like to say that you're going to lose this title to Mithras at Unyielding, and he will become the new Powerball champion. Oh. So, yeah, three times in a row. <laughs> three times in a row, I uh, predicted a uh, Mithras match. All right. Well, so, Luigi, <laughs> are you saying you're going to give us the belt back so we can give it back to the Sheik? <clears throat> I guess. But why would we really want to give it back to him? Because he won it. It's a I'd rather give it to Mithra. I mean, I'd rather give it to Mithra. He's going to win it in a week anyway. <laughs> so, but I also have announcements myself, for myself, you know. Uh, <clears throat> you know, I've been, uh, you know, having fun kicking uh, all terrain, but, you know, I've been two of them already the last two weeks. So I'm challenging a member of Terra Inc. to a match on at on Yuling. Oh, it's hard to say again. <laughs> uh, this time it will be a different kind of steel cage match. This type of uh, steel cage match I've only done once in my life, and of course that was in Mushroom Kingdom against Bowser, of course. Well, he's stupid enough to come up with a stupid thing. <laughs> but anyway, <clears throat> so Teflon, you have, uh, you know, you actually have two decisions to make. Um, you get to throw one of your members of Tarink into this cage match against me at Unyielding, which we'll, be, we'll call the Mushroom Kingdom the Ring of Fire. Cage match, and that's not oh, all though. Um, yep, that's not all. Uh, I kind of do want a match on moral, so even if I don't get a towel shot, which it looks like I won't, uh, <laughs> haven't been doing so well. I'll have the same match, you know, same match as I said, 
to another member of Tarank, Immortal. Okay, so we're going to call this a Mushroom Kingdom Ring of Fire match. Is that what I heard? Uh, Steel Cage. Okay, Mushroom Kingdom Steel Cage match. Ring of Fire Steel Cage match. Okay, that's too long. uh... (laughs) (laughs) Okay, fine. You don't have to make the (laughs) graphics for this. Anyway, we'll figure it out. (laughs) Mushroom Kingdom Ring of Fire match. Luigi Mario against a chosen member of Terror Inc. I got you. All right. Yeah. All right. Now, after all that is done, I guess I'll give the title to Razor as he chooses to get it to Teflonchink. Teflonchink. But, of course, I recommend. We shouldn't give him out all to him. Well, <laughs> he should just, uh, you know, all right. So you gave it down. Razor, you can give that belt back to the Sheik now that you you have it uh, in your place. I don't know about that. I mean, or don't. What? That's my recommendation. I respect Luigi for doing what he done. I, I, I respect Luigi, period. He's a, he's a man of his word. But now she, on the other hand, you know, I think I just ought to hold the belt up, L.A. No, 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 Razor, we can't, you can't do that because I've already gotten. You can't. You have to give it back to him because I've already dealt with his lawyers before. He's just going to bring sick the damn lawyers on us again. He's got. He he is the Powerball champion. Legally, to give him the belt back. If you don't do it, I'll take the belt and give it back to him myself. Mm. All right, I'll give it back to him, but I don't really see the point. I mean, Mithras is going to kick his ass anyway. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I think that's what everyone's well, saying. Well, we will see. We will find out at unyielding. But for right now, Sheik gets his belt back. Luigi. I mean, I I I I, I kind of think it was funny. I'm not giving Luigi shit for it. Uh, but I, I also don't recommend that everybody go out and steal other champions' belts. Uh, so, at any who, thank you, Luigi. Actually, you know what, yeah, you know what yeah. Luigi, I got to tell you, look, because I am so supportive of what you did here. Let me give you this. This, this is coupon for 10 free tacos at truck. Oh, nice. Cool. Thank you. That, no, thank you. <laughs> it was very fun. <laughs> I have to say the same, Luigi. Thank you for showing him the kind of a man you are. Oh yeah. Yes. Why don't we just encourage the man? I could encourage him more if you'd like. No, that's all right. Thank you, Luigi, for returning the belt. Roger, or Razor, please make sure that that gets back to the sheik. I will. Alright, next up is our High Voltage Invitational GM. She is going to make the announcement of who will be facing Claymore for the White Lightning Championship. She is... You don't like girls, how to 
Ladies and gentlemen, she is the first lady of anarchy. She is the cougar. Good evening, cougs. Good evening, LA. Hello, vacant. Hola, ¿cómo está? In a foul mood. Foul? But but you're not yes. birds. That she was already here. I know, and she left before I could have a taste to see if I put enough garlic on her. You know, I didn't get a taste either. I don't think we're talking about the same thing. Uh. (laughs) So, Cougs, High Voltage Invitational is over. Who walked out and will challenge Claymore for the White Lightning Championship at Unyielding? Well... The scores were not high as last season, which kind of disappointed me, but they were still pretty good. And the winner was Nightcrawler. Oh, all right. So it'll be uh, Nightcrawler. So versus little, Nightcrawler. Uh, something going on there. <laughs> no. Actually, he almost did not win. Had, had it gone differently in the votes? Everybody voted for his match. Had you voted for the other match, he would not have won. So you can blame the GMs. Oh, I blame the GMs for lots of things around here. <laughs> uh, all I right. guess it was uh, going on into season 13. So far, we will have the unsettled Chris Cage, Revenge Gibson, and Hitman. Big F and Hitman. If Crawler beats Claymore, Big Greg will make it in. All right. Awesome. Awesome. So Claymore versus Nightcrawler for the White Lightning Championship at Unyielding. Thank you very much, Coogs. Uh, so when will sign-up start for the next high-voltage invitation or tournament? That, yeah, I will qualifying put – I will st- – I will start the scene uh, either tonight or tomorrow because I'm hoping they don't take forever in the match and I can get it started like I did this time and get a, a contender before the pay-per-view. All right. Thank you very much. Stick around. We will talk to you about uh, your big match at Unyielding in just a little bit, but we have one more report what to get to. What about Battle of the Hormones? Oh, for crying out loud. Yes, I forgot. Ugh, my fault. Battle the <laughs> well, hormones. because, you know, he wasn't taking a hormone pill. <laughs> we have the final started, so hopefully we will have the two fighting for the first championship for next Sunday. We have two of the most complaining men I have seen in a long time fighting, the Huckster Bully and Claymore for the men. Oh, and I then thought we you were going to say judgment when you – go ahead. Mm-hmm. <sighs> El Vacant doesn't whine. No, I, I mean, I bitch from time to time, but it doesn't whine. Exactly. There's a difference. And then we have a triple threat for the women with Crazy Mama, Wildfire, and Angel Bitch. And those matches uh, did start today. All right. Awesome. Battle of the Hormones under the underway, ladies and gentlemen. We'll find out next week who battles it out for the first ever hormonal title. Hormonal champion at a new Wait, game. let me get this straight. There's going to be a title about hormoning, and I wasn't involved. Well, you are technically, unofficially, the first ever hormonal champion 
Vegas. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. That's, well, I am good at making it. No, wait. Never mind. Mm-hmm. All right. So thank you very much, Coops. Stick around. As I said, we will talk to you about your big match at Unyielding, but we do have one more GM report to get to. He is your ultimate gauntlet GM, ladies and gentlemen. He is the one and only. Recognize that I am not alive. I survive. I'm the dance in the hourglass of time. I'm the chalkline, outline. Everything is mine. From the grid to the earth to the shadows fall behind. I'm the stars in the sky and I shine so bright. I'm eternal. I'm the reason that the day turns night. I'm the water and the sun. I'm the bullet in your gun. I'm the finger on the trigger and I'm about to blast one. I ain't never gave my shit on it. Bitches better recognize the damn motherfucker on the block. And I'm baptizing blood of the ball and keep it cheap. Ladies and gentlemen, he is the paragon of greatness. Paragon. Good evening, L.A. You know, the GM may have been gone for a week, wandering the metaphorical desert looking for some answers, but the ultimate gauntlet marches on, and over the last time since I have reported to you, it is the tale of two gauntlet runs. First, we start with the story of Revenge Gibson, who defeated Cougar. She went on to face Raven, who she defeated. She went on to face Allie Knight, who she defeated. And then she went on to face Lady Vex, our current world champion, who defeated Revenge Gibson and ended that run. Lady Vex then defeated uh, Hellraiser in a molasses-paced matchup where she did not have to lift a finger, but, hey, them's the rules. Razor signed up. Hellraiser signed up. He didn't show up. Vex got herself a pass, and now she sees herself taking on Dez, who she defeated just this evening, forcing her into three victories and a match with Cassie Joe that is ongoing. Wow. All right. Well, sounds like it's a very active week in the Ultimate Gauntlet. You talk about you talked about wandering the desert looking for answers, Paragon. We'll talk more about that. Uh, and and your ongoing situation with Mark Caliber here in just a little bit. We got a lot still to get to, everybody, and we are over ha- halfway through. We I have a feeling we may be uh, extending tonight just because we have still have so many people to talk to and so much to cover, including uh, held in contempt with Judgment J Esquire interview here in just a little while. But I need a b- quick break here, so. Uh, Let's uh, take a quick break. This is R.A.W. of After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network. We'll be back in just a few seconds. All around the country, coast to coast. People always saying, what do you like most? I don't want to brag. I don't want to boast. I always tell them I like toes. Yeah, goat! Yeah, goat! I get up in the morning about 6 a.m. 
Have a little jelly, have a little jam. Take a piece of bread, put it in the slot. Push down the lever and the wires get hot. I get to <laughs> Yeah, no! <laughs> now, there's no secret to toasting perfection. There's a dial on the side and you make your selection. Push to the dark of the lights and then if it pops too soon, press down again, make toast. <laughs> yeah, no! For many years now, I've been a booster for the browning of the bread inside a tooster. If it gets burnt, I just start hollering. Cause don't you know I'm black toast intolerant? Burnt toast! Beep, 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 smoky toast! Oh, oui, monsieur, bonjour, coquette. Oh, honk, croissant, chevy, corvette. Maurice Chevalier, Eiffel Tower. back ladies and gentlemen this is r-a-w-f after hours on the back to basics radio network uh there we go so a lot to talk about a lot to get to let's start with our world heavyweight champion ladies and gentlemen she is the one and only Gentlemen, she is your world heavyweight and R.A.W.F. national champion. She is Lady Vex. Vex, good evening. Good evening, L.A. How are we doing, Vacant? I mean, better Vacant. now. <laughs> so, Vex, uh, yeah, I'll try know. again. This I'll doesn't work all night. On, this hasn't I'll worked once all night, but we'll see if it works again. So, uh, you know, I got this knee over here that's nice and clean and empty. Yeah, and someone's sitting on just, it. Just, just, Get your hand out the way. See, it worked. Yay! Thank you. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I 
got the champion on my lap. Ha ha. You do. You do. You certainly do. So, Vex, uh, first of all, congratulations. Still national champion after beating uh, Luke Cage, the power player, last week on Superstars. However, because he won the contender match against John Taylor, he gets a second opportunity at unyielding. Uh, He gave you a bit of a run there in that match last week. are you worried that he might have seen some weaknesses in your game and might be able to take advantage of a second opportunity? You know, it's it's funny you mentioned that because you asked me last week if I was having trouble with him. And I said, no, no, I wasn't. And next thing I know, um, I have to go big or go home. <laughs> Thanks, L.A. Yeah, he caught up to me last week. I did not expect it. Um I don't plan on letting that happen again, but as you guys said, um, I've got kind of a big night coming up, and as much as I plan, plot, everything else, um, I'm actually nervous for this one now, something I usually am not. It's weird. It's really weird. Can, Can we get rid of Terror Inc.? Because um, I don't, I don't like yeah, not being my calm, settled self before a pay per view. Okay, uh, I, I, I mean, it is what it is. You do have to face him. I can't, don't, can't. I, I trust me. I tried to get rid of at least one member of tri- of Terror Egg. I succeeded for a whole of two months before he weaseled his way back. I don't know that we can get rid of them. They're they're kind of like cockroaches at this point. You know, so, I, I have friends in Tijuana for that. It won't work with these. I think we should take vacant up on anything he offers. <laughs> well, Vex, good luck to you against Luke at Unyielding. But then, of course, the big one in defending the World Heavyweight Championship against Mithras, the title machine. Not only does the winner walk away with the World Heavyweight Championship, but they will get to main event Immortal 7 in April, live from the Superdome on March, on April 26th. Um, so a lot more than just a world championship on the line, in my opinion. What about yours? Absolutely. There is a lot on the line. Um, fact is, I've never actually been to Immortal at all. Um, every time I came back, it was after Immortal. I missed the big hype. So, um, yeah, if I could make my first immortal appearance as world heavyweight title holder, that would pretty much seal up one of the biggest goals that I haven't really let a lot of people know. My tag partner knows, but that's just one of those things. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yes, two huge matches for you at um, at un, at unyielding, no doubt. Possibly a third, as I mentioned in the tag rankings earlier. And of course, the tag team uh, tag teams have been the most competitive division in RAWF over the last co- course of the last few months. Right now, you and Griff uh, Pinnacle are in the number one slot. If you can get past the this was a uh, I believe round four, through round four, so four or six that I announced tonight. If it is you and Pinnacle, you and Griff against 
uh, the reigning tag team champions, Hotness, which is D's and Tig's. Uh, what's going to happen there, and will you be able to focus on that with those other two big matches on your plate? Oh, I'm absolutely able to focus. They they can't seem to focus on what's actually happening around them. All I have to mention is that Dez completely went back on his word to me that I would get my shot at champion's choice. Um, yeah. He did, it's Not true. a man of his word. <laughs> All I have to do is bring that up and oh those two those two get excited. I mean, I you know, they talk about all these millennials, they want participation trophies. Well, look at Des. He's not a millennial and he sure as hell wants a participation trophy and a big one. And he's not getting it. Well, he's certainly right now holding four titles. Uh, right now, he is the most decorated champion in REWF right now. I'm sure that doesn't sit well with you. It doesn't sit, I know it doesn't sit well with Griff. So I'm sure the two of you would be very hungry to get a shot at those titles and take them away from D's and Tig's. I'd like to hear it from him, hopefully soon. Well, you know, I think I can accommodate you. Ladies and gentlemen, let's bring him on. He is the immortal one. I am immortal. Immortal. Notorious. So notorious. Ladies and gentlemen, the immortal Griffith joining us, the other half of Pinnacle. Good evening, Griff. Is it? Yeah, well, maybe, maybe not. But let's let's continue the conversation with your side of this of the tag team situation. If it is you and Vex challenging D's and Tigs for the tag team belts, your thoughts on what will happen? Oh, my thoughts are quite simple. I've already super kicked that belt into his face once. I'll just keep on doing it until he gives it up and hands it over. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, there you this go. This is a That's... glory hound with less skill in his entire body than Judgment has. Well, I don't know. Judgment's a bad example because it's Judgment. But, yeah, Dez is he, he's a flash in the pan. He's a glory hound. He he's an honorless. Look, you know what? The the fewer words I waste on him, the the better. I I had some respect for him at one point, but when a champion says he will give someone a match, he does it. And if you break that, you're you're meaningless. 
Fair enough. Fair enough. So I'm sure that that gives you some motivation to win the tag team title shot. We will find out here next week whether that is indeed the truth. But Griff, uh, Vex, uh, apologize, but I'm going to move on to Griff because I got I do have some important stuff to talk to him about. Um, Griff, we've got we've been having some issues with you. I've had to find you a few times. I don't like finding people, but I've had to find you a few times for putting hands on uh, staff backstage. Uh, as of late, uh, you know, I know it's been a kind of a rough couple months, uh, losing the platinum dragon and then, you know, a couple other big matches, but I mean, is this really necessary? What's going through your mind? What's going through your head right now? <laughs> What's going through my mind? <laughs> Look, I'll put my goddamn hands on whoever I fucking want. And you want to try and find me for it. You go right ahead. You couldn't find me enough that I would blink about it. So I will put my hands on any idiot that gets in my way, crosses me wrong, looks at me sideways. This is what's going to happen from now on out. If you get in my way, you will be hurt. Period. Yeah, let's... I, you know, since you're lost to Greg, you have you've been pretty hyper violent. I mean, uh, this is a, this is a, I've seen you hyper violent before, but not like this. And and of course, there's the bandana that Greg <laughs> stuffed <laughs> in your mouth. You've been carrying that that bandana around now. I mean, what is that? What is is, is what is that symbolized to you? I mean, that that bandana that Greg stuffed in your mouth. So. Greg eked out a victory, hard-fought match, good for him. And then he made the mistake of his career when he tried to shove that dirty rag in my mouth. Like, he, he's done to others. It's, you know, his little gimmick. He tries to do that, trying to show disrespect, whatever. But, you know, there are people you can disrespect, and then there's me. I think I've made my position on how I feel about people disrespecting me in this company pretty clear over the years. But he took it to that, that, that next step. So yes, he, he shoved that rag in my mouth. And then I put him on the mat and beat him within an inch of his life. In fact, I have it right here. You'll notice it is still stained in his blood. This symbolizes the disrespect I have been shown by so many people in this company for so long because I was the heart and soul of the company. I was the face of this company. I was Mr. Nice Guy for too long, and people forgot who the fuck I am. So now every time I get into that ring, I bring this little thing with me. And it reminds me that I need to send a message to every single person in this company, save one. So at the end of every single match, I have taken this little rag and I wrapped it around my fist and I have shoved it down the throat of every single one of them. And I have knocked them on their ass, taken a three count and walked out. It's very simple, L.A. It's time for people to remember fear. 
But of course, there is still the opportunity if you can win, being beat the winner of the Killer Neptune Chris Cage match in the semifinals of the Arsenal of the Month, that you'll face them, beat them, and go on to, to get a rematch against Big Rig for the men's championship, which I'm sure you obviously want very, very badly. Oh, absolutely. Let me be. Let me be perfectly clear. Um, I faced him in that tourney, and I destroyed him. He knows it. I know it. Everyone who saw that match knows it. So I'm going to say this right here and now. And who knows whether he'll? I don't know if he pays attention. Who? I, you know, I. I don't even know if he speaks English. I. I just don't know. Um, but uh, I'll say it again, I guess, in a way he'll understand. Uh, hola, ese. Me challenge o for belto. Uh, that, that's not how you say that. Shut the fuck up. Uh, I mean, okay, I'll just be over here. That's right. You heard me, Greg. I'm in the top 25. I'm allowed to challenge, right? That's, those are the rules. Those are the rules. So uh, we'll start with step one. Greg, I know you're going to say no, but consider yourself challenged right here, right now. All right. Well, I mean, whether he accepts or not may be, uh, may be irrelevant if you win the Arsenal of the Month. But, you know, Greg... Greg may accept. You never know. You but you do have the option to challenge. So we will hopefully hear from Big Greg sometime about that challenge in the near future. Uh, but again, if he doesn't accept by tomorrow, you won't get the match tomorrow. But if you win the Arsenal month, you'll get the match next week at Unyielding. Fair enough, right? Fair enough. All right. Thank you, Griff. Uh, I think you uh, should, can you can go back out there. Oh, 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 no, I'm sorry. You thought I was done. Aren't you? No, 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 no. So I I have another person that that needs to be reminded of who I am and what I've done to him. You see, someone has made his way back into the company, and he's, he's been running his mouth about a lot of people. You know, I don't. I don't care. He can run his mouth about anyone he wants. He he can go out there, talk his trash, you know, make all this other, you know, make up all these quippy little funny jokes and disrespect people left, right, and center, and that's fine. I mean, they'll all they'll all make him pay for that their own way. In fact, actually, Luigi just did really nice job, Luigi. I, I really enjoyed watching your match. Um, but see, Teflon, Teflon. Um, you can also consider yourself challenged. And if you both accept, I'll happily do both matches on the same night. Wow. Are you saying you're challenging him for the Powerball title? Sure. Is that what is that the title he's got currently? Yes. Yes, then sure. We'll challenge for that. All right. Well, really just an excuse to get him in the ring. It seems like Teflon has been making a lot of a lot of quote unquote friends as of late uh, since his return. Uh, Luigi, of course, issues with Luigi, issues with you. Uh, a certain little turnip also uh, wants a piece of Teflon chic, although he kind of went in a roundabout way of doing it. Uh, El Vacant, you have a little bit of an update for us on tomorrow's oh, superstars. Geez, geez. 
So uh, I think he's out there. I thought I saw the little guy. Little guy, are you still out there? I can't. You got to kind of jump so I can see you through the window. I, I think I think he's still out there. But uh, so yeah, it was kind of interesting, you know. Uh, you know, he's been kind of flapping his gums at Claymore, and Claymore kind of shot back. And lo and behold, Turnip's response was to challenge not only Claymore but Claymore and Sheik to a two versus one match. And if he loses, he will sit out of RAWF for an entire month. But if he wins, if he manages to beat both of them, they have to change their ring names to whatever he says. Wow. I, I like this little guy. He's funny. I, I Yeah. And that's, here's the best that's... part. Claymore accepted. <laughs> All right. Well, that's the deal then. Tomorrow on Superstars, it will be Turnup taking on Claymore and the Teflon Sheik in a handicap match. If Turnup loses, he sits out of RAWF for a full rankings period. Uh, however, that won't start until after unyielding. I'll just take him out of the next rankings period. Uh, but if he wins, he gets to the, he, Sheik and Claymore have to change their names apparently to whatever Turnip decides. Wow, that you know, and it's be... funny because here's the thing I want to remind the the, the RWF listeners because uh, maybe you know they may not remember, but uh, this you know everyone's like, oh, it's two on one, and he's a little guy. What's he going to do? <laughs> I'm going to point out that uh, that little guy is one of the one of the few people to ever have won the Dancer tournament. He is. He absolutely is. So he's a tough little bugger. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. So, yep, Turnip is. Uh, that's a that. So if anybody could do it, I think Turnip may. And I'm sure Turnip has a strategy. He doesn't just he he doesn't just make over challenges if he doesn't have some sort of idea of what he's doing. So, yeah, got to give it to hand it to the mass Turnip. Uh, that's a hell of a challenge, and I'm actually I'm I have to say I'm rooting for him hard in that one. Uh, again. That's not the only person that Sheik has riled up. Uh, there is another as well. So there's been some contention as of late. You heard it here last week on R.A.W. After Hours, Maeve O'Hare having some concerns. Uh, it's kind of a tug of war between her and the Teflon Sheik for tagging with Luke Cage, uh, the power player. One of them will get to tag with him in the next, in the next period, tag period. Will it be Maeve O'Hare or the Teflon Sheik? We'll find out. But let's take a look at what Luke had to say last week that I was unable to air because it did not get to me by press time. But let's listen to these comments from Luke uh, from last week. R.A.W.F. The power player is in the house tonight. And Luke has got a lot to cover on After Hours this week. So listen up. Item number one. Business is about to pick up because the organization is unified once again. Terror Inc. is back under the steady leadership of the Middle Eastern mastermind, the Teflon Sheik. All is right with Unstoppable, and all is right with R.A.W.F. once again. But all of R.A.W.F. is going to be put on notice. Because if you think we was bad before, baby, you ain't seen nothing yet. Item number two. Luke is on his way to his first R.A.W.F. title, the R.A.W.F. National Championship. Now, I just got through tangling 
with the RAWF journeyman, the rugged grappler himself, John Taylor. And guess what? Luke just whooped his ass. And that means one thing, which is this. Luke has guaranteed himself a rematch should he need one against Lady Vex for the national championship. But I ain't gonna need one, so I consider this just my insurance policy. You feel me? So for a minute, just for a minute, I'm going to cut all the comedy out of this now, all the high energy, all the theatrics. And I'm going to keep it real for a second because I want to say something to Lady Vex. Lady Vex, this goes out to you. I want you to listen carefully. I want you to know that I have nothing but respect for you, champ. Anyone that can defeat Claymore, the Blade of Terror, for the RAWF World Championship has already earned my respect. But I respect you also for allowing me to get this title opportunity. You didn't have to accept my uh, my challenge, and you did. But you also need to know one thing. When Luke steps through the ropes, all that respect takes a back seat. You feel me? Pound for pound, Luke is one of the strongest athletes in R.A.W.F., bar none. But even if my opponent is stronger, Luke is faster. Even when the opponent is faster, Luke is smarter. Even when the opponent may be smarter, Luke is just plain better, baby. And when the opponent is better, Luke is still badder. So, Lady Vex, in order for Luke to rise, you must fall. And fall, you will. Now, can you feel that? Item number three, and you know what? Item number three, this is the most important item tonight for Luke. And that's the ultimatum laid on him by Maeve O'Hare on the last after hours. Who is going to be Luke's tag team partner? Is it going to be Maeve O'Hare or is it going to be the Teflon Sheep? Is it the Bronx Irish Connection or is it the return of oil money? So let me set the record straight right off the bat and make this crystal clear. The answer is, there is no reason for me to answer that question at all tonight. My focus is on Season 3 of R.A.W.F. Tag, period. And that's where your focus should be, my honey dove. I mean, Maeve. You feel me? We can't afford to get distracted now and take our eyes off the ball. Distraction almost costs us a win over a team we should have mopped the floor with easily. And you know who I'm talking about, too, and they know who they are. So let's keep our mind on the business at hand in the ring. Please. Please, Maeve. And everything else will sort itself out. I guarantee you that. Sorry, W.F. One more thing I want to plug real quick and let you all know about. Stay tuned for the release of Luke's new movie. The trailer is going to be coming out. Anyways, I'm going to cut that short because uh, he's plugging his new trailer, his new movie, which will be uh, coming out next month. It is Get Your Alien Ass Off My Planet, and filmed by Martin Scorsese, starring Luke Cage, Jennifer Lawrence, Samuel L. Jackson, uh, and others. So, uh, 
But that's not the story here, folks. The story is who will Luke tag with in the next going forward once this tag period does? Will it be Mabel Hare and the Bronx Irish Connection, or will it be the Teflon Sheik and Oil Money? Well, Maeve laid it out for uh, Luke. Both Maeve and and Teflon Sheik laid it out for Luke earlier this week. Uh, in a, and basically what was decided is that Tomorrow on Superstars, Maeve O'Hare and the Teflon Sheik will go one-on-one in a I can't believe I'm actually going to say this. Luke Cage on a pole match. So, what is going to happen? Is is he really going to be sitting on top of a pole? He is going to be on a chair. He'll be sitting in a chair installed upon a 12-foot pole post over one corner of the ring. The first wrestler to reach him will be his official tag team partners, whether it be Maeve or the Teflon Sheik. Uh, So apparently that's how they are going to decide who Luke teams with in the next rankings period, or at least going forward in RAWF. So let's talk to the the fiery Irish lady herself and get her take on what's going on. Uh, She is the one and only... Gentlemen, she is Maeve O'Hare joining us now on After Hours. Good evening, Maeve. Good evening, Bossman. Good evening, Vacant. Hola, Lady Irish. What how are you doing? Well, I'll be doing better tomorrow. Wait, so I have, Maeve, I have to ask a question. You go ahead. Go ahead. You're going to throw the match, right? I mean, you could find a much better partner than member of Terror Inc. Do you think I'd lose a match on purpose, much less to that to Egypt? No. Why, was that so, an offer or vacant? You want to tag with me? Yes. I mean, I guess I could, but I, you'd probably find a better tag partner than me, too. But, I mean, if you need a partner, we could talk about it. Well, I mean, and here, here's the thing: the, the relationship between you and Luke Mave has not been the best. Let's let's face it. Two of you argued. The two of you have uh, had your differences and issues throughout your the course of uh, Teflon Sheik's suspension, and the two of you teaming together. It just surprises me that you actually, you know, are pursuing Luke to continue to be your tag partner, even just because you two were very good in the ring. There ain't no doubt about it. But it seems like all the extra baggage that comes with teaming with Luke may not wouldn't be worth it. Maybe it'd be better to just let him go tag with the Sheik. Why is it you are so hard? Pro- why is it you are so wanting to tag with Luke going forward? Well, are you really sitting there saying you think I ought to let the Sheik have his way? 
So you're saying it's more of an issue of not letting Luke – it's not a matter that you want Luke. You just don't want Sheik to have Luke. I have my reasons for doing what I'm doing. Don't worry about it. Oh, okay. Then here. I've been I, – Elvake, you got any more questions? Oh, you. You kind of did. Oh, oh, L.A., L.A., L.A. Oh, good evening, Razor. Hey there, man. Yes, what's what's up, Razor? Uh, this little match that she's got going on, well, it plays into my hands perfectly. Okay. I'm going to do as you ask and return the belt to Sheik. I am going to give the belt to Maeve, and she can give it to Sheik for me. And she can also greet him with the respect I have for him as only she can. Mila, I've got no respect for you, Razorlad. I'll be happy to make sure Sheik gets this. I'll take good care of it for him. Thank you, Maeve. Okay. Well, then you... All right. Was there anything else, boss man? No, no, I think I think that's it. Thanks. I guess tomorrow it will be Maeve O'Hare taking on the Teflon Sheik in a Luke Cage on a pole match. The first ever Luke Cage on a pole match in R.A.W.'s history and hopefully the last one. Uh, but... All right, fair enough. Oof. So yeah, she's been making definitely making the rounds and 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 uh, upsetting people. Uh, I just got this. I have to th- read this off here real quick because apparently we've got a hostage situation on our hands. Uh, but Blaze, we have your little sidekick named Rex. If you ever want to see him again, you will do as do and do as and when I say. You'll receive a phone call soon with instructions on where you will go and do. If you don't, you won't ever see your sidekick again. Signed, and where it's signed, there's like drops of blood across the paper. So, um, yeah, apparently Rex, uh, Radio Rex has been kidnapped. Uh, tune in. We'll, we'll get you more information as it comes out. But, yeah, Blaze, you, you might want to go go find Rex. Uh, okay. <sighs> Are you feeling the tension around here all of a sudden, Elvacan? Because it's getting it's, 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 all of a sudden it's like amped up. I mean, it, it seems like people are a little on edge tonight. I mean, every time like everyone that walks in here is like raw, 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 raw. I'm gonna be badass, raw, raw. Well, except for Bex, it was all like, "Hey, honey," you know, like she always is. Yes, yes, thank goodness. She was a little, she was a little calmer than most. Everyone's, everyone's giving me shit tonight, and I suppose I, I, it is what it is. But um, yeah, okay. <laughs> I have extended the show an extra thirty minutes, folks, as we still got a lot of people to talk to and a lot to cover, uh, including uh, Claymore, who has, you know, we know he lost the world title to Vex a few weeks ago, but he also apparently. Uh, Lost a big match. Uh, you know, he's lost, he lost to Uncle Frank in the Midnight Hobo Contender match. Uh, 
And I guess he's been pondering what it could be, what it could be that's been his issue over the last week. Uh, he was also se- handed a severe ass kicking by King Criminal in the Arsehole of the Month tournament. And he's been trying to figure out why all of a sudden uh, couldn't beat Anarchy's Beast on the gauntlet, Ultimate Gauntlet match either. So he's kind of had uh, apparently a slump is what he figures it. But apparently a realization has dawned on him and he's blaming, of all people, Wildfire. Uh, I'm not sure why. I guess it was the win. He, you know, he won a he won his Supreme Fighter title match against Wildfire at Love Hurts. But he says, since my meeting with you, Wildfire, I've been on the single greatest downward spiral of my W career. I've been bumped out of many events, RAWF or otherwise, with nary a hope or prayer of victory. On the rare occasion I get close to my opponents, it's as if they greased up. I struggle to grab them. If I can grab them, to have to fight to keep hold of them. At Love Hurts, you rocked up to the ring, unable to hit a damn thing. That was your problem. Shit happens. But unbelievably, somehow you passed your contagion onto me. Why me? I was the world champion, damn it. Now I'm cursed to walk the mid-card with the likes of D's Big F and a John Taylor. I will not allow it. You took this from me, Red. Not Vex. Fight me again at unyielding. I will do whatever it takes to cleanse this disease or I will die trying. So apparently he believes that beating Wildfire somehow, uh, the curse by fire, as he calls it, the curse of the flame touched by fire. I don't know, Elvika. It sounds like a lame excuse to me. What's your take on that? Lame. I mean, come on, really? I mean, look, wrestlers are some of like the like some of the most superstitious people I've ever met. But but come on. Next, he's gonna say she stole his soul. Oh wait, she is a redhead. That might actually be true. Well, I mean, I, he's challenged Wildfire to a match at Unyielding. They both already have scheduled title matches, so it would be an un. It would. You know, if that if that's what they want to do, but Wildfire has yet to have accept his challenge either way. Uh, Wildfire, you might want to look for the scene in RAWF if you're listening. I'm sure he invited it's you to right it. But Touched by fire, the curse of the flame. I will copy and paste the link here in the chat. So if she has it, but. Yeah, that's uh, Claymore's issues right now. He's now having trouble coping with the fact that he lost the world title and other various matches in RAWF and elsewhere. So, And he's blaming, somehow, Wildfire on this situation. <sighs> At any rate. So, let's see here. Real quick, I need to give you all some other updates on... Events going on in RAWF. We got the extra points tournament that I haven't mentioned right now. That is in the semifinals. We do have one finalist. That is D's. He will face the winner between the Immortal Griffith and Uncle Frank. And of course, this is for 25 bonus rankings points. So it could be huge for D's, Griff, or Uncle Frank if whoever wins the extra points tournament. Also, the All About the Heart tournament sponsored by. Anarchy's Beast 
is still going on as well. Some big bucks on the line. We are in round three. Uh, our, uh, we are almost into the quarterfinals. Crazy Mama, Nightcrawler, Asian of Hate, Zyberlinx, Raven, Uncle Frank, and Davila have all made it to the quarterfinals. We are waiting on the Mancunian Maniac versus Cassie Joe to complete that semifinals in that tournament. 300 WrestleBucks to the winner, 150 WrestleBucks to runner-up, a million coins to the semifinalists, and half a million coins to the quarterfinalists. So everybody that I just mentioned who have made it to the quarterfinalists each got themselves at least half a million coins. So congratulations to them. All right. It has been crazy. No doubt about it. It has been crazy here in RAWF. Do not forget next week, next Sunday night, it will be RAWF unyielding live right here on the Back to Basics radio network at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The main event unyielding will be this man challenging Lady Vex for the World Heavyweight Championship. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome. gentlemen mithras the title machine reigning platinum dragon champion now joining us good evening mithras hey Amadeus, how are you doing oh, oh, I'm, I'm, i am not doing as good as you sir you sir are going to have a huge night next week on yielding uh three big yeah. matches it is going to be one hell of a night for you uh let's yeah uh, the the theme of the evening, however, has been how many who, who, your people were having problems with Teflon Sheik. Uh, you've had your issues with Sheik in the past, and now at Unyielding, you get a chance at the, your first ever Powerball title reign. Would you challenge the Teflon yeah. Sheik? Talk to me about yeah. this match with Sheik. Uh, you know, who knows? Honestly, um, he's he's kind of he took time off and whatever he was in jail or whatever was done with him. What, what'd you do to him? him I suspended him. him Just jail? suspended him. You suspended no. him. Okay. So he was, he was off doing whatever, um, you know, working at that Chevron station down by the bridge. And, um, you know, so he's come back and he's got, he's huffing and he's puffing like, you know, the, 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 the big giant wolf. And I, I don't think anything's changed about the guy. So I'm not, I'm not, not worried, but I, don't think he's. Uh, I'm not. I'm not that worried about it. What I am worried about is that world heavyweight title because that is currently held by a very tough uh, woman person. Um, and you don't get to the world title. You don't get the world title without being a, a beast, so to speak. And, and so yeah. But I think yeah. I think tough one. We'll, we'll see what happens. I I think I'm gonna mess with him 
actually. I think I want to play with the guy, you know? Yeah, you might as well. Seems like everybody else has been. Luigi certainly played with him, uh, taking his belt from him Luigi. for a couple. What's that? I just said Luigi. You know, I'm I'm the biggest mark for Luigi. He's my buddy. He's my <laughs> my idol. <laughs> oh wow, that's that's big. That's, I'm sure Luigi's happy to hear that. But uh, let's talk about before we. we we uh, focus more on the Vex match. You still also have to defend the Platinum Dragon Championship for the first time. That coming against Killed Neptune, a fellow REWF Hall of Famer, a two-time former Platinum Dragon champion. Uh, I'm sure he, you know, after losing the Powerball title to Money Sue at Love Hurts, he's eager to regain some gold. So what kind of strategy do you go, what do you have when you go up against the, the, the what do you recall, the fish of the deep? Well, you know, he he, he uh, swims with a, an interesting school. Let's put it that way. And so I got to keep an eye out on those other guys too, because I know they'll be giving him advice and training him, training him up. And I just got to think about, as always, what would I do if I were him? And you know, that's always how I think about things. And I look at a, a match and I think, well, this is how I'm going to do it, and then make changes. You know, and improvise, adapt and improvise as needed. But he's he's tough. Um, I don't think trying to be super duper agile, like you know, a luchador or anything, is going to be the thing to do with that guy. I, I think I got to go the opposite way with him because um, I think he can he can he can do that more than I can. So that's my thinking on him. All right. Well. Good luck to you against Killa. Then, again, let's go back to Vex now, challenging the World Heavyweight Championship. I've talked to her about him, how not just the world title on the line in this match, it also means if you, whoever wins this match goes on to Immortal to main event in the biggest pay-per-view of the year at Immortal 7 in the Superdome. Uh, yeah. I mentioned it, I've mentioned it before. You main evented the very first Immortal against Haruki. Yeah. Defeated her to become world heavyweight champion just seven, yeah. six years ago. Uh, it has been six years since you've been world heavyweight champion. So, I mean, thank you. It, 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 is, it is bigger. I, I can it, I can open up that wound a little larger if you'd like to get a salt. <laughs> well, well, to to be to, to be fair truth. though, it's for the, the majority, it's the for truth. the majority of that six years, you were midnight hobo champion. So, I mean, well, that's <laughs> true. Yeah, I know, I know, but. <laughs> I shouldn't. I shouldn't gripe. But yeah. Um, so, what, what's your question? What are you thinking? I mean, how important it, would it be to you to be the world champion going into Immortal? How how much how much do you do you want that as much as you want the World Heavyweight Championship? Well, Amadeus, just between you and me, because nobody else is listening, probably. Right? Um, that would be sentimental, right? It'd be oh, sentimental to have that title back and, and defend it at the at Immortal. You know, it would be sentimental to to get a win at Immortal. And I've lost my sentimental. Uh, I, I mean, yeah, it'd be great. But what's really more important to me is the goal, is the belt itself. Um, yes, the timing would be awesome. I won't deny it. But I'm more worried about getting the belt and uh, – <laughs> it, that ain't going to be easy with with uh, the with Lady Vex. That will not be an easy task. 
Who's the tougher champion, Claymore or Lady Vex? That's like asking a kid which parent he likes best. (laughs) Mom. I like mom better. (laughs) When when did you stop beating your wife? You know, I um they're 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 both they're both tough in their own ways. And I and I do mean that. I, that's not just being dopey. Yeah, they're both tough in their own ways. I think Claymore just powers through matches like a beast or a, a bulldozer. Um, and Lady Vex, I think, has a little more or a lot more finesse. And that's nothing against Claymore, by the way. It's just an observation. I just think she's uh, a little bit more on the finesse side than he is. And who, so who's toughest? They're both they're both tough. I mean, they're both they're both world champions. There's no question. They're both tough. Anything you have to say to Vex since she's here, and I'll let her let her uh, retort or return the favor after you uh, you comment. Oh. Is she? I, I'm sorry, I'm blind right now, and I, I'm not. Is she in the chat or is she in this? Agreement? She's sitting on she's sitting on a vacant knee right now. She's sitting on Elvick. Okay. Um, he, uh, no, just good luck. Uh, see you in the ring. And, uh, you know, I, I, I respect every opponent. Um, so good luck and see you in the ring. I, I have to admit that I actually uh, just swung in and wanted to listen in, so I really wasn't prepared. I apologize for Sound kind of stupid here, stupider than usual. But um, you know. So. All right. Well, sorry, Mithras. I didn't have a screen caller tonight, so I just had to play go by ear. So. No, 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 no. And I'm not complaining, man. I'm not complaining. It's all good. I just wanted you to understand why I was sounding like I, I didn't have a script. It's because <laughs> I didn't have a script. <laughs> you did well. You know, sometimes the best speeches. Uh, Vex, anything to say to Mithras? Um. Yeah, absolutely. Um, good luck and good fight. I'm looking forward to a very um, well-thought-out battle. Very good. I don't disagree. It will definitely be a hell of a match at Young Yielding. Lady Vex taking on Mithras, the title machine, World Heavyweight Championship on the line. Thank you, for, thank you both of you. All right. Of course. With that being said, it is now time to bring on Mr. R.A.W.F., member of Terror, Inc. I mean, he's been listening to this entire show. We've kind of been ripping on Teflon Sheik and other members of his stable. Uh, so I'm sure he is going to want to get some words in for Terror, Inc. and other things. He also also in the midst of a skirmish with Blaze McCoy. He is the one and only.
Good evening, Judge. So, I'm sure Good evening, you have a... Oh, hi. Hello, Lady Vix. Hi, Judgey. Yes, yes, I, I, I have a little bit of stuff I want to say. First of all, I want to match with Teflon Chic. Everybody else is, so let me jump on the bandwagon. See, people jumping on the bandwagon because we are champions, and we know what we're doing. And there's, you know, and I, I, I got to thinking about it, and being a board member of REWF and being a GM, I think Luigi Mario needs to be suspended from Wait, REWF what? due to the fact what? of him stealing property that did not belong to him, taking the belt that belonged to a real champion, combining the other GMs him, who both you, and running around. Well, I tell you what, Judge. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to make an official inquiry into this. I tell you what, Judge. Yes. I tell you what I'm going to do. Because to some extent, you do have kind of a point. So I, yes, will, from have, I will I direct you to the RAWF Chief of Security, and you can take it up with them. Okay, I will take it up with the Chief of Security. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, you know, Unstoppable. Yes, I would take it up with Unstoppable. Me and Unstoppable will we'll go out for oil and burritos. You do that. No, Unstoppable, like oil. Yes. <clears throat> okay. So I'm well, you take that up with Unstoppable. So, uh, I, I, and then, and then we got to talk about Blaze McCoy. Yeah. Blaze, I, 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 I was shocked when I heard this. This 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 message that came that Amadeus read earlier. I I I, I, I know he, he he left, but I'm I'm hoping that everything is okay with with, with Rex, Rex. I mean <clears throat> Rex. Yeah, you you couldn't possibly have had anything to do with that, Judge. You would you would no, never. I, I have I, never. I, knew, I have never no. known you in your career to do anything so sh- anything shady like kidnapping or you know. Or, or extortion, or selling companies for Skittles. You wouldn't do anything like that, right? I, I don't know what you're talking about, Amadeus. I, I, I was, I, I, I've never been shady. I've never done anything that wasn't 100% lawful and and unjust. Yes. <clears throat> oh, and I see him stumbling out there. You know, Blaze. Oh, vacant. Help, help, Blaze. Oh, vacant. Help, Blaze. Please stand back. I think, um, I think I hear a lightning. And I don't think it's I, from the maestro. Okay, over here. Yeah. Hold on, Dex. We're going to go weasel your way now. Magagas, please. Caper. <laughs> yeah, that's history there, ladies and gentlemen. For people who don't know history, this is history. And, of course, you, Judge, and Blaze McCoy will go at it at Immortal. Uh, and you yes. can remind everybody – the two of you have some steps for this, Correct. Yes, we do have some steps. And you know, and here's the here's the here's the luxury part of the thing. Um what's gonna happen is next week, live right here, next week, um, if I if I'm not mistaken, me and Blaze are gonna I'm gonna sit down with this godforsaken person. And we're gonna pick a tag team 
I'm going to pick two members, and he's going to pick two members, and they're going to represent us, and they're going to face off on superstars. And whichever tag team wins, then we have the advantage going into the third fall. They will have an advantage going into the third fall. So, okay. Good luck to people who who we picked. All right. That should be very interesting. I'm sure you will keep us updated on that situation. However, Judge, we need it is now time for your held in contempt interview. Held in contempt with Judgment J Esquire. Uh are yes, you, it is. Are you, yes it is. It is that time, isn't it? Oof. It's the, this but is a good one. This is a good one. Before before, of course, we do that, held in contempt with judgment is not a property of RAWF and is not liable for any damages, hurt feelings, rage quits, or lawsuits as a result of the conversations and held in contempt. For any issues concerning these segments, whether it be past, present, or future, please contact Judgment J. Esquire. All right, Judge, take her away. I don't like that. I don't like that little stipulation thing you put on me. Okay. Ready when you are. Go ahead. Hit it. Hit it. I know it's your body. I'm it's hitting right it. There, ready. Now, hello, wrestling fans. Judgment Jazz Choir here. I'm here with someone who I really don't know how to explain this person, but other than you take a little bit of Griffith, you take a little bit of Mithras, you put them in a blender, mix them up, dump it out, bake it at 350, and ding, you have Beast. What's up, Beast? Now, Beast, I know you joined Anarchy. And you are, a, are apparently a grand member of Anarchy. I just want to know one thing. Why is it everybody in Anarchy wants to wrestle these gauntlet matches, but they can't seem to win them? <laughs> the worst is over. It's all downhill from here. <laughs> <laughs> it's downhill. It's downhill. <laughs> but not... And not let Kitty Kitty hear that because she gets a little roused up, you know. Speaking of Kitty Kitty, how is it? How does how does it feel to uh, to be to to take orders from a, a, a feline like herself? Oh, the world owes me a living. Did you like a little bit of that's pretty good. I, I, I like your little singing. Your little singings are pretty cool. Okay. Now, BC, I, I know you, you. You do you do a lot of things for for NRG. So, what is your next plans for 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 going into immortal? Do you want to go into immortal? Who who, who do you want to face at immortal? <laughs> Guys, I thought you was a face. You thought what? Okay, never mind. I <laughs> Guys, I thought you was a face. You, you, you want, he wants to fight, he wants to fight a fish, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, and on, and on, and Beast, one more thing. What do you got, okay, you, you got, you got some fans out there. Tell me, with you being who you are, and being a member of Anarchy, what do you want your fans to know about you? What What is the one secret thing that you can tell your fans about you right now? Oh, <laughs> of course. Something wrong here. 
<laughs> you sounded like a dragon just then. Anyway, anyway ladies and gentlemen, this is this Judge of Jail Squire. Back to you, I'm a JS. Oh, boy, you're crazy. <clears throat> that was... See, I'm a JS. I'm getting some good... I'm, I'm getting some good ones. I'm getting some good ones. I mean, he was a hard-hitting yeah. one. He, he just laid it down. Yeah. He, he's, a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a good one. Mm-hmm. And, and you know he is right. I mean, if if you think about it, you you look at Beast and you put a little bit of Griff in the bowl, you put a bit a little dash of margarine, um, not margarine, Mitchell in the bowl, <laughs> grind them up, bake them at three fifty degrees, and ding, look who you got. You got Beast. Right. Beast of Beast. Mm-hmm. Beast. Ladies and gentlemen, he is Mr. R.A.W.S. He is Judgment. Thank you, Judge. All Are right, you I turn. Huh? Yes, uh, I, I now turn back to our lovely estrogen champion, the Cougar. Good evening, once again, Cougs. Good evening, L.A. Um, <laughs> hey, Cougs, what's happening? You know, you should really do something about that dead air. I mean, even Vacant wasn't helping you out much tonight. Were you watching cartoons while you were doing the show? No, no. <laughs> so, Coogs, you've Are said you sure? all along for the last several weeks that you wanted Wildfire to win the Biatch of the Month. She indeed did so. You, you did help. You did aid her on several occasions in her matches. So you got what you wanted. Uh, but there is that saying is, you know, what it has going. Uh, watch out what you wish for, because you might just get it. Wildfire, she is not an easy opponent. She is tough as nails. She is, a, she is a former champion. I mean, is this? But you got why wildfire over the over the rest of the field. Well, like I said last week, Wildfire and I have very good matches when we come. They're never really slaughters. It's they're very close. So it's going to be something where I actually have to work. You know, I went into the last couple of them thinking I was going to have to work, and it was nothing. I was disappointed. You know, I expected Maeve to bring more of a game, and I think she was too worried about her pride than she was about trying to win a gold title. I took on crazy mama again, thinking she was going to bring her a game and she didn't. Speaking of a games, you said I've only held the title for three months. Three, four. What's it been? How long has it been? Coops? Since October. Okay, so four months. I wasn't that far off. It was only over a month. October, November, December, January, February. Five months. Come on, man. I'm working on a record here. Give me all my months. <laughs> Five. Uh, but you are working on breaking your your previous record. Um, but I mean, I am. And and I'll have to say you are picking you know you're you're not backing down you're picking some pretty tough opponents and yes maybe 
Uh, Mama didn't give you much of a match, and Maeve maybe might have been distracted, but, uh, you know, it is what it is. You, you're not backing down, so it will be you versus Wildfire. She is out in the chat. Anything to say to Wildfire? Please bring your normal game that you bring against me, or better. Do not fall on your face. I know how you can fight. I know what it takes for me to beat you. I know what it takes for you to beat me. I want that match to be the show stealer match. And I know it can be with the two redheads, which, by the way, redheads do not steal souls. They're given to us. We just torture them until they give them up freely. It will definitely be a one hell of a battle of the redheads for the estrogen title at Unyielding Cougs. Uh, I know the estrogen title is important to you. Of course it is. How important is it to you to go into Immortal as estrogen champion? Actually, it is, it's very important because I do not believe I have ever gone into Immortal other than that first year holding it. And then I don't even remember if I held it then. I think I got it after Immortal. So I don't think I've ever gone into Immortal holding a title. So it's very important. Immortal's the big one. Indeed. It will be you versus Wildfire, and uh, the winner will probably be Estrogen Champion at Immortal, barring any, of course, challenges in between the two pay-per-views. But uh, good luck to you, Coops. Good luck to Wildfire as well. Looking forward to the Estrogen title match at Unyielding. El Vacant. I'm sure you also looking forward to that match. Oh, see, see, I'll do be fun. I mean, the first three rows are all going to lose their soul, but it, it should still be fun. <laughs> but they're going to give them to us. See, give them to you. Yes, yeah, see. Yes, we're, we'll torture them, but no, no, I'm arguing because I want to mine, so I'll just be over here, not arguing with you. No, but see, I think I've set my mind on getting yours. No, 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 no. There's no need. Oh, but see, I like Mexican food, so I, your soul could, Look, you know, you help me. If you Mexican food, I can give you something to eat. You can't have my soul. Uh, no, 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 no. I'd rather have your soul. Mm, no, I have a Bexie in the way here. I'll just... <laughs> All right. Thank you very much, Coogs. I now turn to POG, the Paragon of Greatness. Paragon, good evening once again. Uh, yeah, good evening. You know, Are you all right? You know, it's very difficult to answer that question. Uh, I, you know, I was unable to make it last week and you know, I had to take some time for reflection. Perhaps it was uh, the wrong time for me to have to take this time off. Of course, a big week for myself. I was entered into the uh, Wrestler Unstoppable Hall of Fame. Uh, I didn't get an opportunity to advertise the February releases of the Opaque Comics. I had a lot of things going on, but what was most important to me and what has always been most important to me is R.A.W.F. And the fact is, I had to question what R.A.W.F. meant to me after what was said just a couple of weeks ago. I, I believe it was from your own mouth you said, 
he makes some good points in regards to the things that Mark Caliber had to say about how uh, the fans had, had failed me. And perhaps if I focused more on matches, I would uh, be more successful. So, you know, I said that I was wandering the metaphorical desert, of course, uh, by, by the desert. I mean, I, I returned home and, and home. I, I don't mean Cairo, Egypt, where I first fell to earth. I mean, my the place I call home, Crawfordsville, Indiana. I've been a small town guy for a majority of my life. I've I've been a man of the people. I've been somebody who's always kept myself humble and kept myself real. Uh, and I had to be amongst the people that I know and that I care about, and had to really think about things. I you know I had to think about have have the have the fans failed me? You know um, have 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 I been spending too much time trying to to entertain and trying to uh, be a man of the people and less time being a wrestler and being a you know the monster that I once was and i I came up with some interesting answers because I was thinking about um mark caliber and you know i I've talked to a lot of people close to him. Of course, you saw the things that Alex Caliber had to say about him. The, the rest of the Wolf Pack, the people closest to him, they're all very worried about him because he's not he's, – he's been acting in this very strange way, and it's – you know, I, I've been this chosen target of his for some reason, and he's been coming after me with this, this attitude. And um, I realized that maybe – the fans haven't failed me as much as I have failed the fans. I've, I've spent a great deal of time toiling, um, trying to struggle with this and that for a countless amount of time. Now, you know, just this time last year, I was gearing up as the world heavyweight champion heading into immortal. And now here I am. What is it? 20 minutes after 12, I barely even make the cut to be on the show. And, and that's my fault. You know, it's it's um, I my stock has fallen to an inordinately low number because I have been spending most of a year going into the ring and not delivering the way that I I used to do. And I thought to myself, what is the way? What is the way I can prove myself? What? How can I earn the respect of our fans back? How can I? How can I fight myself out of the hole that? I have led myself into, and I thought that the logical place to be would be challenge the man that's trying to call me out on it. Challenge this man that's trying to turn me against the fans and go up against uh, Mark Caliber. And I challenged him to a match, and he rejected. And that's a, it's a strange thing to me because Mark Caliber, he's somebody I've known for a very long time. He's somebody I would have considered a friend. I've I've seen him for almost a decade in this business, and I've never known Mark Caliber to be a man to turn down a challenge. And then I realized this isn't the crow. This is the Joker. And the Joker, much like Wolfpack has talked about, much like Alex Caliber has warned me about, is a different person. And I thought, I can't waste any more time. I cannot sit around and rest on my laurels and let these fans down. The Joker wants to torment me, but then when I challenge him, he doesn't want to fight me. 
He wants to be a coward and run away from a fight. Well, I'm not going to waste my time on somebody like him anymore <laughs> because it's immortal season, and I don't have the time to waste. So, in other words, what I hear you saying is that, you know, this whole thing with Mark Caliber, you're going to ignore him, avoid him. What What is it you're planning on doing? I'm washing my hands of the situation. The man knows where to find me if he wants me in the ring, but if he's going to be keep being a coward, I don't need to waste my time on him. to move on he didn't you know you apparently didn't want a piece of him he's decided to move on so why, why are you here well I couldn't help but overhear that statement not waste time on me <laughs> oh Perry you can never be any more bigger than the liar that you truly are. <laughs> liar. How so? Well, let's just say this, Perry. You're not just lying to yourself, but you're lying to the fans listening at home. Hello, by the way. When you say that you won't waste time on me, just take, for instance, when you interfered in my match with my own flesh and blood. That doesn't look like not wasting time now, does it? <laughs> it barely looks like you're spending an awful lot of time focusing on what your dear old Joker is doing. <laughs> and let me just add that interfering in my match is illegal. That's not something what a hero does. <laughs> I 
you know, you're right. Uh, interfering in a match is a disrespectful thing to do to our fans. It's uh, not legal by the rules. Uh, I just I saw where you were taking that chain and trying to attack your brother who has been trying to talk some sense into you, and I I couldn't handle I could. I couldn't watch that happen. <laughs> so, Mark... In normal circumstances, I would understand that. But as you said, I'm a completely different person. I'm sorry, Ole. Were you about to say something? Yes, Mark. Why don't you just go ahead and accept Paragon's challenge for unyielding? I mean, if he's if he's getting under your skin that much, if you're upset about him interfering, if you're seeing him everywhere you go, why not just accept the challenge? <laughs> well, you see, L.A., it's obvious that I'm getting into his head more and more each day. <laughs> I'm not done, Jesse. <laughs> well, Paragon. Uh, uh, what is thoughts? it? What, what is it? What is it that you you think that you're going to accomplish here? You you know, you know that deep to my core, I represent RAWF. I represent all of these fans. I am a hero to children around the world. I would never turn my back on these people. What what makes you think that you could? Possibly change my mind. Let's face facts, Perry. You're lying and cheating because of me. <laughs> if only you would see things my way, you'd be more successful than you are now. So, Mark, is are are you saying you're not accept, still not going to accept this challenge? You're just going to toy, just going to stick around and toy with him. That's your plan. Let me just put it this way, LA. Perry and I, sooner or later, we will have to settle our differences. But when we do, hear me out on this one. If we ever do, it'll be on my terms. Not yours. <laughs> I, I'm, you know what? I, after hearing this, I think I, you're not going to leave me speechless this time because you've actually given me some motivation. You've given me something to think about. And the fact is maybe this whole thing isn't about the Joker trying to bring Paragon of Greatness to the dark. Maybe this is about Paragon of Greatness bringing the crow back to the light. If you want to keep messing with me, you can try your damnedest. But one of these days, one of these days, the Christmas song is going to be wrong because the Joker is not going to get away. And Paragon of Greatness is going to get his hands on you, and we're going to find out exactly what happens. (laughs) You're right about that. We will see what happens. 
I'm afraid you're not going to like it. <laughs> it appears, ladies and gentlemen, that this that, that this uh, that this confrontation between Paragon and Mark Caliber is going to be going on. We will f- continue to update you on the situation, hopefully in next week. But thank you, gentlemen, for your time. We just have a few minutes left. I'm going to extend just for the promos. Once the promos are done, we're out of here. So, starting with. Uh, Luigi, anything you'd like to promote tonight? Uh, yeah, I just want to tell Judgment that I didn't steal the title. I just found it. All right. You didn't steal the title. You just found it. Awesome. <clears throat> All right. Uh Let's go next to Razor. Anything you'd like to report? Anything you'd like to promote tonight? Yes, I'd like for everyone to keep their eye on Maeve's match tomorrow night. See what kind of respect that she shows the Sheik. All right, thank you, Razor. Uh, Cougar, Cougs, anything you'd like to promote tonight? Yes, everybody get in there and donate for the the Xanther Platinum Dragon Tournament. If you need to invite, you know, you just hit the scene and one of us will grab you. And if you want hardcore or cage match only, hit me up for an invite for Twisted Hardcore. Me or Beast can get you in there. All right. Thank you, Coogs. Maeve, anything you'd like to promote tonight? I'd like to promote the shiny belt that Razor gave me. You got to give that back to the sheep, by the way, if you didn't already oh. figure that right. Oh, go for it, Emily. He's going to get it. Mm-hmm. All right. Paragon, anything you'd like to promote tonight? Uh, yes, you can find it on the RAWF uh, page or anywhere comics are sold. The uh, Opaque Comics February editions have been released. It's been a very busy week. I wasn't here last week. I didn't get much of a chance to advertise them, but go check them out. All right. Thank you, Paragon. Unstoppable promotes tags. Go sign up. That's what I got on my phone here from Unstoppable. All right. Uh, so, Mithras, anything you'd like to promote tonight? Yeah, I have three things. Um, first is USL. And then, uh, let's see the second. Uh, the second thing, it's uh, USL. And then, third thing. What was the third thing? Uh, Sheik, what was the third? Oh, USL. Thank you. Thank you, Mithras. Thank you very much. Hey, Judge, do I get you... points for do I get points for help selling that thing he did to me? Come on, for, I get, get for, anyway, what? Go ahead. Never mind. No, no. He, that's, Judge, I'm, I'm selling his attack. Go ahead. What's up, Judge? What would you like to promote tonight? Hey, I got something new and exciting happening. Uh, first, there was Scum Radio. Then there was McHaggis Place Radio. Then there was Misfits Radio. And now there's After Hours Radio. But starting this coming Friday night from 8 to 10, before Blaze goes on air on his YouTube, Terry Inc.'s going to bring a new radio show to you. It's going to be called Judgment Time. 
Just love the sound of that. Bring tissue. It's going to get wet. Ew. Wow. All righty. Thank you, Judge. Vex. <laughs> Vex, anything you'd like yeah. to promote tonight? Hey, there's a new press release from Terror Inc. Due to Sheik's overwhelming uh, comedy routine last week, it turns out they're changing their name to Ha Ha. That's it. Nothing else. Not terror, not scary. Just point and laugh. Ha Ha. Thank you, Vex. Oh, by the way, Judge, just just so you know, you it will be you and Nightcrawler in the high voltage steel cage tomorrow on Superstars. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you, but I was going to wait till after you got to wait to promote because the 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 little testicle kid out there wants 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 me to make him famous. I'm going to make him famous. Okay, well, you will get your chance to do so tomorrow on Superstars. Uh, El Vacant, yeah. anything you'd like to promote tonight? Uh, see, um, Xanther tournament coming, very important, big deal. Uh, just gonna say, every every little bit counts. You know, make your donations, make this the biggest tournament we've ever had. Uh, and please enter, have a good time. You know, and uh, remember that we're all here to have some good times. Yeah. Very good, El Vegas. Thank you very much. Mark, anything you'd like to promote tonight? Why, yes, indeed, L.A. First off, check out Commonwealth Wrestling here on Wrestling Unstoppables. And we have an upcoming pay-per-view battle for the throne on March the 22nd. Also, I would like to promote uh, my YouTube channel, Mark Caliber 17. You can find that on YouTube as well. And one last thing, I would like to leave one final message for Paragon. They say you either die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become a villain. So Paragon, what is it? Die or become what you've always been? <laughs> All righty. Last but not least, the immortal Griffith. What? What do you want? What do you want? Some, some little, little, silly little bit, some little thing where I come out here and I mock somebody in my my ever little radio voice. Fuck that shit. Look, if you got a title, you've challenged, come on out. Let me beat your ass. Remind y'all who the hell I am. And if not, you, you just go fuck yourself. Fair enough. Ladies and gentlemen, Please donate to the Xanthor Platinum Dragon Memorial Tournament and help us make it the biggest tournament we've ever had in RAWF history. It's already looking like it's going to be very, it's going to be exciting, a lot of prizes, a lot of fun. So let's get in there. We will be here next week, RAWF After Hours, on the Back to Basics Radio Network, 10 p.m., and then unyielding the following day on March 15th. 
Live from San Antonio's AT&T Center, it will be R.A.W.F. Unyielding as the journey to Immortal 7 continues. Immortal 7, Legends Will Rise, comes to you April 26th from the Superdome in New Orleans. We will have the Santa the Platinum Dragon Memorial Tournament. We will have the announcement of this year's class of the R.A.W.F. Hall of Fame. And who knows what else will happen. It's going to be a next, a very big next couple of months for R.A.W.F. And I thank you all for helping be a part of it. And I thank you all for giving me a headache, as you usually do. Mm-hmm. But as it is, I don't mind because I hope you all are having fun. This has been R.A.W.F. After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network. Say goodnight, Elvagant. Goodnight, Elvagant. I knew you were going to do that.